Welcome to the Shark Pod, the podcast that explores business and lifestyle design in Ireland and beyond. And now, live from Greystone Studios, here are your hosts, Luke Curry and Mark Baker. What is up, Shark Nation? Welcome to a festive edition of uh, of the Shark Pod live from Greystone Studios. I got my my co-host Mark Baker out there in Glenageary. Mark, how are you getting on? Good. I've uh, I've had my fill of chocolate at this stage. Oh yeah, that's all. That's that's uh that's kind of why we're on the on the call today, Mark. Uh, you know, Luke. You know, old Luke. He really went to town the last couple of months, and uh, it's time to get in shape here. What do you think? Yeah, no better time. New year, new me. Yeah, that's that's what it's kind of like. Do you know those people that are? It, do you know I've always hated? I've always hated people who are like, oh, look at those losers, change, trying to change in, in January or you know planning for the next year. Like it's only lasts this much. I'm like, those guys never do anything. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I've done, I've made loads of great changes and implemented them in the new year. I think it's a great time to redo goals and stuff like that. I, like it definitely is like. And we'll, t- we'll talk about this in our upcoming episodes about our plan for 2021 and also uh, looking back on 20, or sorry, plan for 2022, but looking back on 21. But I think I'm trying to, I'm also trying to be a little bit more uh, uni- or original, Mark. I'm trying to come up with my own thoughts on things instead of just... Like what? So I was COVID? Thinking, <laughs> I've got my own thoughts on that. I've got more Listerine in the, uh, <laughs> in the house than anyone's ever seen. Um, but the... Was I saying? Yeah. So I think that instead of goals, or what I liked, what I did last year was, um, I said twenty twenty one is about getting my money right, about getting mm. investing, getting everything set up, and that that theme was the theme of the year. And I think a theme of the year is probably better than goals because it's just what you do, you know. Like so, mm. uh, this theme of next year might be longevity. How do I get that nailed down? I'm you know built to last for a hundred years. Do you know? Mm. That's um, a good idea, actually. Yeah. So that was, you know, th- thematic uh, goals yeah. rather than just hit this and then that, you know. So anyway, well, that's for another podcast, Mark. We're talking about how to lose a gut in 10 weeks here. Yeah. Okay. Which is, a, which is a play on how to lose a guy in 10 days. Shout out to Matthew McConaughey, uh, a regular guest on the Sharkbot. Um, <laughs> he doesn't know that, but uh, he is. Uh, I saw him the other day. He was, he was talking about Christmas, I think, and he was wearing a gilet, which is very similar to mine, I thought. Great minds. Great minds. Great people. Um, anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to take the next 10 weeks. Um, for some reason, I had it down here for nine, but Mark's like 10 is more marketable. So we're doing 10 weeks. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna do some fun uh, some fun uh, social media around it as well. Um, so a little bit of context behind this is I, I've got a little bit heavy over the last, uh, last while. Um, and back uh, in 2014 or something like that, I was 109 kilos. And today I'm 109 kilos as well. And I lost loads and loads of weight, changed my diet, changed the way I was training, all that good stuff. Uh, followed uh, Tim Ferriss's four-hour body book um, and went down to, I think the lowest was like 92 kilos or something um, from 109, which is a lot. That was about a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first six months is when I did. Important to add that that, that, was, that was quite lean for you and it was mostly muscle as well because obviously yeah. like... No, you I don't mean, know the stats here, like yeah, exactly. And uh, we might even put up a picture if you can. I've got some pictures of that kind of time I was kind of traveling around and stuff like that. Yeah, um, but that seems quite heavy, I'd say, to some people still. But it <laughs> yeah. wasn't. Yeah, it was the the lowest mm. I've ever been since I was fourteen or something like that. Um, 
but but when I started last time, I was working in Davy uh, stockbrokers, and I was kind of unhappy. Lots of kind of Thursday pints and burritos, and it wasn't the hundred nine kilos. Is I was out of shape, you know. Um, and this time, I'm stronger than I've ever been. Um, I've got the the Renfo um, uh, scales that gives you a lot of data on your body composition and stuff like that. And I'm going to include that if people want to follow along. We're going to do a blog on shark.ie. And people can follow along with the progress there. But uh, it gives you a lot of the stats. And I think it's, I didn't have this tool last time. And I think it's a better, it's, this time it's going to be a better approach. Um, so the idea is in the next 10 weeks, uh, right now I'm 109.9 kilos. I'll get down to under 100 uh, kilos within you know 10 weeks. So the idea here is to, is to try to keep as much muscle as possible um, along the way. So we don't just get that kind of skinny fat um kind of uh, approach that uh training iron man gives a lot of people I'm not saying any names in in, uh, in particular but um like you know we're, we're gonna have a really uh a tried and tested approach that i used before except i'm starting from a better like metabolic base i would say mm-hmm. do you like it right? now what's your stats as well though like yeah height and stuff okay let's let's read out the okay so i'm 186 uh centimeters which is one uh six foot one um in old money um my current uh stats are 109 kilo 100.9 kilos a body fat of 19.8 percent um so not what's the average for for a a 30 something year old male so in the like the average is like in the 30s Uh, body fat yeah it can't be right is it i'm i'm open to correction on this but a lot of people i talk to that use the renfo kind of high 20s yeah 30s. what's the recommended that then the recommended for men i believe is under 25 percent under maybe i'm thinking of something is that B- bmi i'm talking about the bmi is a different measurement oh okay so okay. i've got that down here too so my body fat now is 19.8 which isn't a disaster but it's the highest i've seen in a long time mm-hmm. um my fat-free body weight is 88 kilos um and my visceral fat which is the fat around your organs is 13 i'm not sure what that number represents um, well usually in 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 that renfo and probably if people want to get that scales it's really good value yeah. gives you all the stats and it syncs up to your phone r-e-n-p-h-o isn't it yeah renfo. um it's really good that it gives you colors basically keep it real simple it'll say if green is good yeah so what's it what what is it for that one for that figure what color is the for which one the fat free one you just meant body weight yeah um i think it's green for 88 percent. that's a that's a big uh amount that's fat free okay sure. okay yeah. um oh sorry so for visceral fat the one that the fat yeah. that's around my uh organs that's, yeah, actually, yeah. that's high is it yeah. i think 11 is what they recommend okay so how does um, it know <laughs> i don't know like it well it's it's a electro displacement or whatever um it's not 100% accurate, but it gives... The way I look at these things is, I don't, it's not gospel, but it gives you some a line to say if it's accurate. If it's inaccurate at 19% body fat, if I lose 2% body fat, it's still 2%. As long as it goes up and down in the yeah, right amount, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, so so muscle, the, the muscle mass uh, is 83 kilos and... Um, 83.7 kilo, 83. kilos. So there's a lot of... A lot more mass, I'd say, now than there was when I did this a few years ago. Mm. Um, like w- when it comes to weightlifting, what kind of 
uh, what kind of weights are you lifting? Like how heavy? So like deadlifts and stuff like that are in around 200 ki- uh, kilos. Um, yeah. Like so that's... squats, like 160, 170, um, you know, for reps. Yeah. Um, so, so it's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy enough. Like it's not the heaviest in the world, but there's a. No, but you're not a, you're not a power lifter. Like you're yeah. just a, a regular gym goer. Yeah, exactly. Um, so like just to give you like a little bit even of a difference of just in the last year when I first got this, uh, this scales, my muscle mass. Uh, back then was 75 kilos so it's gone up eight kilos out of the 10 that i've or so or 14 that i've gained so there's a lot of okay yeah so i was on this kind of trajectory of gaining weight this time i gained 70 percent muscle 30 percent fat so it's a good like i said um i'm not worried about anything you know i'm not like out of control Uh, yeah like if you were bulking it's not a bad thing if you're you know people do that you know they bulk for a period of time and then they will Shred up a bit, like exactly. It's not a bad strategy. Exactly. As long as you, as long as you do cut, you know, start now and, and rip up a bit, like. Like I was saying to my wife, like, you, you can't just keep on gaining a kilo a month. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there has to be some sort of cutoff. So that's what we're doing now. Okay, so we've got ten weeks. Here is the plan. Okay, so I'm going to do the what I call the modified uh, four-hour body plan. So the four-hour mm-hmm. body is a, a book that was written in like 2010 or something, a long time ago now. Um, uh, by Tim Ferriss. Um, it's a really big book. You kind of pick and choose the ones that you want to dig into. Um, but the the kind of the basics around the diet are the, the most important. Um, to give people a really broad over, overview, um, it really is just kind of meat and uh, vegetables with a lot of emphasis on beans and lentils. Um, if, it, if it grows in the ground or runs, you can <laughs> exactly. eat it. Except for anything white. So whites are out. Yeah, yeah, rice, yeah, pasta, bread, that those type of things. Um, also, fruit and nuts are out in his um, in his diet. But in my the way I look at it is like from a health point of view, um, I get a lot of kind of good things from those uh, uh, those areas. So, like, I bring those in. That's why I call it the modified four hour body because it's a little bit different. So you don't cut out fruit. I don't cut out fruit. I don't. The cut fruit out one fruit. is an interesting one, though, isn't it? The fact that you can go, he's saying that you can go without it. Yeah, like for me, like if you take the example of like uh, raspberries, they're a calorie per raspberry and you get a lot okay. of vitamin C, you get a lot of kind of different uh, trace minerals and stuff. I think it's good for you, Joe. Yeah. So to cut out that just to lose weight is not for me, Joe. That's the... the yeah, 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 you're not going as extreme as, as he is. Yeah. But it's not because you've done it before and it works. Exactly. Um. So that's the that's from a, a food point of view. Anyone, if, if you're following along, you can just put uh, food... If, google food list uh for our body and you'll you'll get yeah. exactly what it is it's like um, a one-pager document yeah and then so the how that works as well is that do you have a really strict kind of adherence to that for four day or five or sorry six days out of the week and then you have one cheat day um so cheat day is usually saturday for most people uh, for me that was always uh cheat day um and the reason behind that is kind of many fold a lot of people that do diets fall off the wagon if they have a bad day because I said feck it it's gone Joe so you're controlling for that you know you're going to be you know I was going to say, was going to say something else but knee deep in a pizza at some stage and mm-hmm. um, you know this this is a way of controlling that and so you kind of you scratch the itch that you have uh, it puts some structure around your uh, you know eating um, and it also gives you uh, it gives you a lot of benefits when it comes to um, the testosterone and stuff that you're 
you're you're going to lose or like the levels of your hormones go down when you lose weight um especially if you do like crash dieting so this gives your body one day to kind of get anything that it's missing and uh process it that way um, and the gorging does that stimulate fat fat burning as well or so some of the stuff that tim ferris talks about is kind of like pre-science as in like science isn't out yet bro like, science like bro science yeah <laughs> I subscribe to that. <laughs> yeah, like he says that lentils have some sort of property that helps with the weight loss, even though there's not, like they're pretty, pretty high calorie. And, you know, it, it, the, people would say that, you know, they have some drawbacks eating a lot of them. But whenever I eat a lot of lentils, that's the, lean, the leaner and leaner I get. I don't mm. know what it is either, but it seems to be something there. Um, but in this case, so it's going to be, so Friday to, sorry, um, Sunday to Friday, eating you know uh, on on plan and then saturday absolutely nuts go and i can go really crazy i feel like i can i can throw down yeah but i found i've done this as well before and it works i got really low body fat um it it's when it actually comes to saturday if you choose a saturday it's actually quite hard sometimes to actually do it yeah because you're like this seems like it's gonna undo a whole six days of you know, healthy eating, but you cannot possibly put on that much weight in, in one, in 24 hours of yeah. gorging than if you spread that one day out over seven is is the theme. Exactly. And I think it's something to do with absorption as well. You're not, you can't yeah. absorb a certain amount, um, but there's a little bit of bro science there as well. Cause I don't think I know it has, but it makes sense though. Like <laughs> if you at like 24 hours so much, but if you spread that out over the week, of course yeah. it's going to, you're going to put on more weight. That's something that I only toyed with, but uh, in the book as well, he says if you were, if you want to do the treat day uh, properly, you take um, a grapefruit juice and I was going to ask are you doing that and just em- it em- it empties things out really quickly. Um, Is that why that? You, yeah, yeah. Kind of the gastric emptying takes out uh, takes place very quickly. I, I've got things to do on Saturdays. I can't just be hanging out near near a toilet. The jacks. <laughs> No, so I don't think I'll be uh, following that. I'll just be, you know, keeping plenty regular on my own. Um, okay, so that's that's the plan. So, um, and then from a from an exercise point of view, this is a really important thing, right? The exercise. Hold on, what, what are you gonna what are you gonna eat for your meals then? Do you, do you have the, the key to success in the in the six days is to have the same few meals repeatedly? Are you gonna do that? Yeah, pretty much. So I'll have I'll have a um, uh, depending on the day. If it's a, because I go to the gym in the morning. Um, so it's in, if it's in the morning, I'll probably have like a, a protein shake to get uh, at least 30 grams of protein before I do anything. Um, and then uh, on regular days, I'll be having eggs for breakfast. So it's uh, usually I have uh, from the from the book as well. He talks about his breakfast, t- Tim Ferriss's breakfast, which is a uh, one egg and two or three egg whites uh, scrambled with some uh, spinach um, to give you some fiber to keep you feeling full. Um, then I usually have like a banana or some berries or something. And black, um, does he say black beans as well? Does he? Yeah, he's big on the black beans as well. So I've got like No, I've, I actually, that's my breakfast is like scrambled, probably because of that scrambled egg, uh, black beans, spinach, and a, a few other kind of stuff thrown in, but yeah. um, and a bit of sauce on it. Yeah, a lot of hot sauce breakfast. as well. That's, yeah. Yeah. And then around 11, uh, I'll have a banana and a little bag of uh, cashews. Um, I have that kind of uh, 
you know, like as a snack. Um, so I'm not so hungry at so at lunch that I really want to eat a lot. Do you know? Then at mm-hmm. lunch I'll have either uh, beans or lentils or salad with with a big piece of meat. Um, you know, whatever chicken or beef, chicken or beef usually. Um, and then in the evenings I'll have whatever. Like I I don't get so I don't get too crazy, and I don't think you have to. Um, with you know uh, not having this type of sauce or whatever so i do all the cooking in the house um so what i'll do is i'll have like like for instance today i, I made spaghetti bolognese except instead of the spaghetti i had it with lentils that's basically the only change there mm. um mm. so that's it then and then, so every day coffee for our rice instead of normal rice you can even go down that at that way and you know over time if you're doing this long term that's what people do because they get bored but um it, for me, the the rice or the pasta or whatever has never been what I enjoyed. It's the sauce. What, it's what the, are you gonna miss the most? Um, so you don't drink that much either. Not really. Um, that's another thing. It's a, you know I'll be limiting alcohol because it's a gateway drug for me. That's the mm. only reason. Like I have two pints of Guinness and I'm looking for the abracababra. Is <laughs> <laughs> this what it is? I don't care. I go fuck it. Like you know. Um, so. Uh, what will I miss the most? What I'll miss the most is the treats that mm. me and my wife give ourselves when we go for a walk. That's what I'll mm. miss, you know. That end of the walk. Ice cream. Yeah, or, hot chocolate or a, a scone or a... Yeah. And mm. what I'm not looking forward to the most is being awkward around mm. family events, going out with friends. You know, the first few weeks while you're getting onto a plan, people are like, well, what are you talking about? And then they stop asking. Then that's what I I always find. Like this guy, Luke doesn't eat that. Or and what do you find comes up the most? That like you think you think like you can eat so many things on this, yeah. You know, plan. How does it kind of keep coming up that you have to say no to people and feel like you're insulting them? What what is it that they're offering that like it's they won't time, take no for an answer? A lot of times, like what's wrong with you not eating yeah. potatoes or? <laughs> that's just my mom uh, when, she <laughs> when I started this one uh, no it's the it, a lot of the things that we do in life are communal you know birthday cake that's a communal thing I think I have a bit of birthday mm-hmm. cake it's not going to break the break the bank like but birthday cake uh, when you go out with friends if you go over to a friend's house they might have prepared you know dip or something with you know with you know like like people will make stuff for you and you're like I don't eat that it's rude like yeah yeah so you don't want to be rude see you know for for most people they just just get on with it you know so there's i think that's that's the hardest part the societal stuff but now that everyone's working from home and i don't really have much of a social life with with the baby they have no excuse like i didn't find it that hard to kind of say no to people maybe i don't have as much of a social life as you did at the time but um one thing i did find is when going out for your your own special occasion it's usually okay if you you can usually get so loads of things you know yeah. without having to look like you're getting the salad. But in a if you go to a pizza place, it's very hard yeah. to stay on that plan. Exactly, and that's it's one of my things. So I've got the so there's I've written down a few risks here. So mm. Friday is a risk. The riskiest day of the month because uh, I you do your weigh in on Friday morning, then you can almost like you feel like you're skiving off then for the rest of the day. Yeah. I used to say, I, I amended mine to, it started, my cheat day started at like 8pm on a Friday. 
Yeah. Well, I was doing it for no particular thing just to try it out, but yeah. it still worked now, in fairness. But if you're going to get the maximum out of it. Yeah, yeah. He talks about this in the book, The Friday Thing, where you just, it's a cultural thing that I think is an unhealthy thing. Always, like, if you you reward yourself with food, in Ireland anyway, say, mm. oh, we had a great week, let's get a takeaway. Oh, that's, you know, it's part of the fun. Yeah. So you're taking away a little bit of the fun. You're you know? choosing it to be the fun, though, because a lot of people on a Friday will have a wine or a beer. So if I don't do that because, well, I actually do and work with just one, just, yeah. you know, it's a kind of a work thing that we do because we're all working from home. But other than that, I wouldn't sit, sit at home and have a beer in the evening. So that's my choice because I'm just not into that. Like, so you just have to tell yourself, like, I don't have to have, this doesn't have to be my type of treat on a Friday. It could be something else. Exactly. Um, so, so Friday, one of the mitigation thing is the uh, weigh in on Saturday. So you, you know, if you I, admit, why not just do it on a Saturday? Then? Why not just do what on Saturday? The weigh in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So just move to Saturday. Yeah. So then, doesn't no, that's the that's the mitigation strategy I've got here. Um, another risk: running out of uh, four hour work. Or sorry, four hour uh, body food. Just got to make sure that you don't do that because when you get hungry and there's nothing to eat other than cereal or something. That's a, that's a danger for me anyway. Mm. Um, uh, emotional eating, I've written down here. Um, if I get stressed out, I want something sweet really quickly. And mm. I've noticed it about, especially having a baby, you know, if they're shouting or if they're, you know, it makes mm. me want to get some chocolate. It's a weird mm. thing. And I feel Well, it's not. It's true. We know why it is. It's because sweet things were safe, you know, when we yeah. were cave people. I just that's why. <laughs> so... Well, uh, what I, I replaced with the kind of because I found it the hardest by far that was the only hard thing I could go without bread I could go without pasta it was chocolate I couldn't go like I found it very very hard just to get that just a little bit I just need a little bit just just to get me a little hit for the day Um, I replaced I think I replaced it with coffee you're allowed to have coffee aren't you yeah like that's it's more it's like a Pavlovian thing or something you're just getting hit of something yeah. and it's it's nice like it feels kind of like a treat of coffee like and that's the thing, like, so there's there's a few kind of the mitigation strategies I have down here is when going out with friends, make sure you choose the the uh, the area. Make sure it's like somewhere you can get steak. Simple as like, yeah, you get steak. It's it's place. not it's, as long as it's not a pizza place. It's it's usually okay. Yeah, um, and then alcohol. I'll, I'll, if I'm going out, I'll drink gin and tonics. You know, to uh, oh that and again, people might say like this is extreme, right? And it's uh, like like people do with, with every diet you know if you want to call it a diet but there is carry on things from this that are only good even if you don't stick to this and yeah. i wouldn't expect everyone to stick to this as a permanent type of thing but you could perfectly fine but a lot of car- look the carry-ons that i had from when i did it the breakfast did the same yeah. i have the same you know that that mixing up a few meals you know that kind of thing is, is only a good thing um and what did you just say there again you said Gentanics. The which? Gin and tonics. The gin and tonics. Sorry, yeah. that's, I never drank gin and tonic before then and it's, I actually really enjoy it and I found I didn't get hangovers either. I actually yeah. fi- figured, actually did, when I did that it made me realise that it wasn't the alcohol that was giving me hangovers all the time. It was beer. But I've all I've ever drank was beer. I just thought that's what gives me the hangovers. It's the alcohol. It wasn't. It's beer. <laughs> yeah. It's make, it's, I'm the same. It makes me feel real sick the next day. Mm. Um, but it's again, it's kind of a cultural thing. I'll go for a couple of pints. Very, it's kind of you have to make yourself go no gin and tonic it's always two euro more expensive as well um, <laughs> oh I always get stick for, for getting a gin and tonic instead of when all the lads are getting a Guinness but 
it's uh okay so here's the like the from an exercise point of view i want to make sure that i'm in good shape not just losing weight um when Mm. i did the the challenge last year of the the iron man um it was really funny um and it just it proved to me like that cardio does not automatically make sure that you're in great shape at all um i was doing eight hours of cardio a week for 12 weeks and i was in worse photographic shape at the end for sure like you know um, yeah like yeah, i was super fit though. it's more about and that's why the before and after pics are important for this it's it's a body composition that's what it is it's a health health and body composition thing exactly um so the here's the here's the the secret uh exercise plan to get muscular and lose body fat right three lifting sessions per week and zero cardio sessions zero and is this in the book uh, it is actually in the book and it's something that i i was skeptical about when i did this the first time um and because everyone's i was like i was in there i was in the gym this morning and after christmas everyone's on the cardio uh machines mm. it almost has, almost has nothing to do with body composition unless it's at the extreme end well look i've never i've never carried that much weight and i've never really done that much cardio Exactly. I know there's a genetic thing there as well, but like. But I think people will resonate if they listen to this. They go, "I can go to the gym, lift weights for three three times a a week, and my sessions are like between thirty five and forty five minutes, three times a week." It, look, it's perfectly fine if you enjoy cardio. I particularly don't enjoy it. I yeah. really don't enjoy it, I don't and really I feel I don't feel great after it. And I've told you back, you know, and I don't want that to come back and stuff like that. So um, when I shredded up using the four hour body, like I I didn't do any cardio, yeah. zero. Like. That's that's important. I want to show people that. Uh, so if they look at this, they go, okay, because cardio puts people off because it makes you feel shit. Like when I lift weights and I come out of the gym, I feel like Superman. Well, what is, what is the cardio, is, is lifting weights doing enough for, for you, for your heart and for your lungs and stuff compared to cardio though? Like if you, if you really want to get deep into that, I suggest people read uh, Dr. Doug McGuff's uh, Body by Science. Um, he reckons that the the improvement of um, cardiovascular health with weightlifting is comparable with somebody who's like a marathon runner mm. um, from a like a health outcomes point of view um, mm. and then when you go to the elite uh, area of fitness of the two, top 2.5% of the population um, they get a lot of longevity benefits out of that but people who have lives aren't doing that so lifting weights is the best bang for your buck by you know country mile does that keep burning calories after you finish the workout or something is there something to do with that the yeah there's lasting effects there's something like that so you, while your body's repairing you're still burning cal- calories mm. while you're kind of uh while you're metabolic so metabolic means you're building catabolic means you're breaking down so during your weightlifting you're actually catabolic because you're breaking all the muscle muscle tissues stuff like that and then um you become uh you know or sorry i was saying metabolic was anabolic anabolics when you're growing like the steroids anabolic steroids okay. so anabolic is the um is when you're building up so while you're building up um your your body's kind of burning uh calories but that's probably that's not really like it does but that doesn't make a huge impact it's kind of overstated in oh, okay in stuff but what the real impact is is when you're more muscular, generally mm. you're burning more calories. 
So by gaining muscle, it ha- the more muscle you have, the more e- the easier it is to manage your body composition. Okay, so you're in a good position then, right now compared to the last time. I'm in a way better position. No pressure. Like there's no there's no reason why I should fail, Mark. <laughs> um, so that's the plan. No cardio. Um, my uh, the, I think like I said, if you if people out there have never lifted weights or anything, I'd recommend looking at a a video. Just type in Doctor uh, Doug McGuff on U- YouTube. Watch a couple of his videos. Um, he does a very basic type of. Uh, lifting thing i don't do that exact those workouts um but it's good kind of base um and a lot of like you said a lot of the um what do you say the uh the things that i've learned there have applied to my own so i've kind of mixed in like the best mm. bits of his stuff into what i do now are you bringing in anything from the other guy you follow dr uh dr. Tony, tony huge i'm not going to bring any tony stuff in definitely not the lifestyle stuff his <laughs> recent posts but uh he's uh so there's gonna be no the only supplementation I'm going to take is vitamin D that I'm juicing right now because of the the, the pandemic. Um, and protein shakes where necessary. If I don't need them, like if it's, I'm only going to do that. They are them. handy though. I have to say like yeah. for, for this, I, I, I took protein shakes when I did it years ago and they're so handy because they, they keep you full basically yeah exactly and you can go down say if you want to do this really effectively you go down the macro nutrient um route and like really you know weigh out all the food what i love about this plan is that it's just a list of food you can eat as much as you want yeah so i don't like being hungry at all i don't perform well um you know i just i'm grouchy so this way i won't Mm. be hungry um and we'll get there in 10 weeks uh we've already took the before photos and the day after saint stephen's day is a great uh, a great kind of take on that because there's a lot of celebrations and stuff in that uh, you know that look but um, mm-hmm. yeah it's going to be I think it's going to be fun I'm really, really looking forward to it like I said we're going to we never do this before we're going to make a blog and put it on the website and kind of show everyone the screenshots of all the different uh, graphs and stuff that we have from the Renfo and we're going to uh, in 10 weeks so that's the 7th of March we're going to do the big reveal Um we're going to tag Matthew McConaughey in this. If he wants to get involved, a little bit of, uh, even like a voice message would go a long way, you know? Um, no pressure. Right. Even an impersonator, somebody. Yeah, maybe. We'll see how it goes. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, or Kate Hudson. You know, I'm not picky. Whoever wants to come in from, I don't know, for people listening who probably didn't get that, what we're doing is we're going to take how to lose a guy in 10 days and make it how to lose a gut in 10 weeks. Um, that's what we're doing. So just in case you got lost. Oh, we came up with that idea about two minutes before we started this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's the that's the the the, cur- the update. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's 109 kilo, 109.9 kilos, and 19 percent, 19.8 percent body fat. Um, like from a body fat point of view, if I got anywhere in the low 17 or high 16, I'd be pretty happy with that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, 16 percent body fat's a for a 30 something year old it's with a family and a career it's good it's okay yeah and what one other thing is is part of it is the accountability thing isn't it he does does he say you should have someone that you send updates to or maybe do it at the same time or is that just I, something we did once no he did say if you have if you got like a buddy to do with you the adherence are is a lot uh yeah lot same with of, anything isn't like, it? same with any so but mm. in this case like because we're putting out this to shark nation we're like you know Loads and loads of people are going to hear about this. It's going to keep mm. me honest. 
um putting you know before and after photos up publicly is a big deal as well yeah. um he talks about in the book if you really want to be uh make sure that you adhere to it i send there's like apps you can have where you send a thousand euro to where if you don't so you would be the one that's in charge of it um mm. and if i didn't do what i said i was going to do it goes to like the nazi party of you know okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay extreme yeah i don't know i don't have to do that you know what i mean i think it, it kkk is the is the as the thing that she he uh mentions in his book really yeah, yeah. so you know you don't want to support those guys you're gonna have to get it get it done you know? yeah um i think that's so say if i put five grand in your bank account and you wouldn't give it back unless i hit under 100k 100 uh kilos i would be 99 kilos on the day yeah yeah guaranteed you know I mean? so yeah it's one of those things we're not going to do that this time but uh, no, there's no to... need that's 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 for people who don't have who really don't have good willpower yeah you know because um, that is a thing and that's that's it's a muscle that people really need to train you know some people everybody could do a training it like because it's it's so hard to to have willpower <laughs> especially when no one's no one's watching no one cares mm. train like you're like you have to have a reason of why like usually people do stuff like this when they, they have kids and stuff or Oh, they've gotten too far and i give a shout out to a friend of mine Owen larkin who i've showed you the transformation he's yeah, done unbelievable by himself he just got too far he, he was just eating and drinking too much and then just one day decided i think we we kind of challenged him or, or said he couldn't do something and then you can't tell him that so he's in incredible shape now all by himself really remarkable like like uh, mm. I, I don't know him that well i've only met him a couple of times but you know mm. i never like i never thought that he was in like terrible shape but like he, he seemed the transformation was crazy like yeah um, like he's in yeah. good shape now it's not just like skinny fat transformation yeah. like you know it looks like he's been actually kind of stuff that you don't you, you know, he's not going to go back you know and you get that far yeah it's great i think it's great to do it in your in your 30s as well yeah because like loads of people do stuff in their early 20s but it doesn't really set the tone for the rest of your life i feel yeah. if you do something in your 30s or 40s you know and it's a funny thing like how i i think once you get to like get into good shape it's actually less delicate than people think that's what mm. I found. So once I got into, you know, as lean as, and lean for people is different. Like lean for me would be probably not lean for other people, but for me personally, when you get to a point where you're lean, you can have a little bit more leeway as in you go on a holiday and you get, you go back very quickly because you've got, you're on a program. You've got a, a set of um, actions that you take every day. Mm. And um, like, I went even, I think I was even lighter because I, I went to, um, at this kind of peak of my leanness i went to uh south america for three months or whatever and uh you know i wasn't uh processing a lot of food while i was there <laughs> so That's one way, then. we're getting to argentina and uh someone's like she's someone i met there that i knew and they're like jesus look you look great you look like it loads, lasts loads of weight i'm like yeah i've just got a bus from fucking bolivia to or uh from um uh, colombia to argentina and uh you know i didn't process a lot of food along the way but i had a great time okay cool so let's wrap up on a tan yeah, a tan and just like real like uh, long hair and I had a goatee and so I lost it. I lost it, Mark, on the on the, uh, on the trail. But okay, cool. So if anybody wants, uh, you know, follow us along with this, let us know. We'll be your accountability buddy, um, Luke at shark.ie. Um, but it's going to be fun. We've got 10 weeks, 7th of March. Um, see you guys then. I'm going to be 10 kilos lighter. What do you think, Mark? Nice. Best so, of luck. <laughs>